Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On our show, we discuss the political issues of the day and how they are affecting our nation, our society, and the world. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. Today is Thursday, December 31st, 2020. So Happy New Year to everybody out there. It is New Year's Eve 2020. We're about to move into 2021. And 2020 was quite an amazing year. So much packed into it that a year in review could go on for a long, long time. But what we really learned in 2020 is that there's a political party in America the Democrats who have now been taken over by communists, globalists, who will do anything to destroy democracy and anything to destroy liberty and individual freedom. And of course, anything to destroy Donald Trump. They started this year with the fake impeachment that was based off one anonymous whistleblower who's listening in on the president's phone calls, which is absurd in the first place. No evidence, no nothing. Later in the year, when there's a fraudulent election, those same people turn around and say that there's no witnesses to election fraud when there's over 2,500 affidavits of people who witnessed fraud. So people signing an affidavit, testifying under penalty of perjury, the left considers no evidence, but one anonymous whistleblower is considered evidence. We all know it's a hoax. We all know they were out to get him from the moment he decided to run for office. And so far, he's been able to outmaneuver them and outsmart them at every step of the way, which is, of course, the reason they're so furious at him, among others. And honestly, the left made a tremendous mistake in the way they dealt with Donald Trump because Trump is a businessman. And he would have been happy to make deals with the left. He would have been happy to, you know, be seen as the person who brings everyone together and who makes amazing deals. And he would have given them a lot of what they wanted had they just approached wanting to work with him. But they couldn't because they just are about owning power. They don't care what's good for the country. They don't care what's good for the people. All they care about is holding on to power so they could enforce their lousy, disgusting enslavement and communist agenda. That's all it's about. It's not about anything else. The impeachment, total fraud, total hoax. Um, Not one Republican voted with them, except Mitt Romney, who gave half a vote. And Mitt Romney, we're not even sure if he's human, humanoid. We're not sure exactly what Mitt Romney is. But we know one thing for sure is he is... A liar and somebody who's basically on the payroll of the globalists. Then right after the impeachment ended, they immediately pivoted to COVID. Donald Trump had the best economy in U.S. history, lowest unemployment for blacks, Hispanics, Asians, women, people with no college education, people with just a high school education, lowest unemployment at 3.5% before um COVID hysteria started and 
they basically kind of backed him into a corner on that one. They came to him saying that this is so deadly and you have to take action. And Trump being a good citizen and he decided to take action, uh, you know, to prevent the spread of COVID. I think, you know, I don't agree necessarily with everything he did there because I think that it was an overreaction. However, in his position, I don't think he had too much of a choice. Well, he did have a choice, but, you know, he went along with what the popular thinking was. And he even there, he outsmarted them at their own game. He provided ventilators to everybody who needed them. There was no backlog at hospitals. He sent two hospital ships, one to LA, one to New York. He converted the Javits Center in New York to a hospital. He put up hospitals in Central Park, temporary hospitals. All of these were hardly even used. Um, shows you that the COVID epidemic was not all the nonsense that they say it was. Uh, and they just the left would rather destroy the economy of people than allow Donald Trump to go into his re-election with a booming economy and peace. Donald Trump has been the only president in modern history not to start a war. So he had prosperity. He had low unemployment. He had peace. The stock market was up. He also fulfilled almost every single every promise he made the only ones he couldn't complete were the ones that the democrats and the left you know fought him from the second he got into office with resist 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 we saw absurd things like district court judges putting stays on presidential orders things that we've never seen before they've tried to strip trump of presidential power when he merely uses his power they consider it a crime like in the impeachment there's treaties between Ukraine and the United States that the president has an obligation to look into the corruption that could be going on. And when he exercises that, they accuse him of a crime. They actually impeached him for suggesting that the president of Ukraine look into the Biden, Hunter Biden corruption, which now we know is true. It's being investigated by the IRS and the DOJ and Joe Biden still says that uh, it's Russian disinformation. So the left, you know, we really are, have to be done arguing with them. We could try to persuade them perhaps on issues where we could find agreement because uh, we need to, you know, we it's a, important to have some cross-party vote. However, the left for the most part, they're ap operating in a fact-free environment. You know, the study just came out showing that there's no asymptomatic spread of COVID, but that doesn't stop people from wearing masks. You know, if mask works and if you're wearing one, why does somebody else have to wear one? If your mask works, you're not going to get sick, but they don't care. They want everybody wearing masks anyway. The hypocrisy is blatant. We see the all the Democrat leaders ignoring their COVID regulations, whether it's Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done or Gavin Newsom eating out in restaurants. They just ignore the things that they say are so important. So in 2020, we learned that the Democrats are willing to sell out America, sell out the people. I mean, they're willing to destroy everybody's livelihood just in order to maintain power. We also learned that our government, led by the Democrats and the communist left, will shut down 
people's businesses. They have no authority. There's nothing in America that allows the government to come in and just start shutting your business down uh, because of an illness or a fake pandemic. You can't shut down people's businesses nationwide, which they've done because in the communist revolution, one of the things you need to do is eliminate private property and eliminate small business ownership or else how can you control everybody? And then we went right into the election and we've seen how they stole it. You know, there's complete, they disregarded the election laws in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Georgia, even Arizona, Nevada. All these things have been ignored and yet people just want us to accept these election results. I've been watching elections since the first elections I remember was Richard Nixon's second election. And I've been watching elections my entire life and never have I seen the guy who's behind 48 to 52 percent come back and win. Yet this time it happened in five out of six states. Trump was ahead in all these states by huge margins and all of a sudden through the magic of mail-in ballots, they went to Biden. And the mail-in balloting also is a perversion of our election system. They simply put COVID in place. They needed to get Donald Trump out. They couldn't do it at the ballot box if people just vote lined up and voted on election day. So they had to create a way to stuff the ballot box. And that was COVID. Everybody's too, it's too deadly to go to the polls. So we're going to change or ignore all the laws and just allow people to stuff the ballot boxes. It's obvious that that was the goal. We can see it by the result. And coming up in just a few short days comes the certification of the Electoral College in Congress. So far, there's a bunch of congressmen and there's one senator who says he will stand up and object. Uh, there should be, I don't know if, I, I don't know where Ted Cruz is. I don't know where Rand Paul, if Rand Paul and Ted Cruz, I mean, every, all of them should stand up truthfully. I wouldn't expect Mick Romney to, but all of the others should. And if they don't, it just tells you they don't really believe the stuff that they're saying. I mean, if, if it was a reverse situation, if there was a Democrat president and vice president and there was this contested electoral vote and it came uh, to the, to the uh, vice president leading the Electoral College, the Democrat vice president would clearly make sure that the Democrat re remained president, that they won the Electoral College vote. You've got 70 million people, 75 million people who think the election was a fraud. There's like 80% of Trump supporters believe it was a fraud and even 30% of Democrats can see the election was a fraud. And they're trying to sell this to the American people that this is business as usual. We can't allow this to go on. We cannot live in pretend America. This has to be rectified at the Electoral College and Mike Pence has to do the right thing, which is simply to not accept either the Democrat, either the Biden electors or the, or the Trump electors from any state that is contested. And if he does that, the Electoral College will end with Trump with 232 electoral votes and Biden with 222 votes. And it doesn't even have to go to discussion in either chamber. 
whoever has the most electoral votes will be the president of the United States. We're about to find out if Mike Pence is really who he claims to be, this patriot, freedom-loving, God-fearing, all-American type of guy. We're about to see where his loyalties really lie. So let's pray that he does the right thing for himself, for the country, for everybody involved. And even if somehow they manage to get around this, there's also the Insurrection Act. And if stealing a presidential election is not an insurrection, I don't know what is. Trump has an obligation to uphold and maintain, protect, preserve, and defend the Constitution of the United States. And even if Trump doesn't take action, which I certainly hope he does, I don't know how they intend to keep the citizenry in line because there are people who are not going to take this line down. I wouldn't be surprised if riots break out at the White House nonstop if Joe, Joe Biden is sworn in. And if, God forbid, he is sworn in, we have to make sure, the patriots have to make sure that this country becomes ungovernable while Biden or Harris is president, we have to basically force their resignation by refusing to comply with any of their laws, by, you know, truckers need to strike, people producing food need to strike, businesses need to strike. Everything that we can shut down needs to be shut down. We have to do this kind of a la Mahatma Gandhi. There has to be nationwide protests to disrupt the flow of natural life commerce in the United States. We, we can't allow this fraud to stand. And the other big sad story in 2020 of all this COVID nonsense is how this has affected children. Children have had their education, their childhood torn away from them from a virus that they won't even get sick from, that they can't even really transmit. There's no evidence to show transmission in school. It's all a hoax. It's all aimed at stopping the education of children so they can indoctrinate them however they like. Um, they basically want to rewrite history. We see it's nonsense like the 1619 Project and all this rewriting of American history and not for the better. Well, the best way to do that is to stop the education of, com of children completely and have them living in fear, which they are. A lot of children have become neurotic that they're going to spread germs to mommy and daddy and all this kind of craziness. So 2020, you were an amazing year. Um, uh, one for the history books. But it just goes to show you, you know, what the left was willing to do in Donald Trump's re-election year. There was no way they were going to let him go into re-election with all the achievements that he made they were caught with their guard down in 2016. They didn't think Trump could win, so they didn't bother to try to rig the election. And after that, the deep state and the communists left made a vow that it would never happen again. The people of the United States are not stupid enough to stand by and watch it happen. But we have learned, and if there's one thing Donald Trump has done forever and they can never take it away from him, is he has torn the cover off the ball. He has revealed the evil and the corruption that really lurks right beneath the surface. These people will destroy their own citizens in order to maintain power. We're not going to let it happen. 
2021 is going to be the start of Donald Trump's second term, and there's going to be a rebirth of freedom throughout the country, and the patriots who love the Constitution, who love the United States of America, are not going to go away. And in the end, we shall rule the day. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Best to you and your family. And I'll talk to you again soon on another episode of Tutora Time.